Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi, we've got a great guest on today, Denise Gallian, and we're going to be talking about healing the soul. And, you know, we've known Denise for a long time, or for a few years, because her daughter, uh, Holland, passed away. And she is a wonderful singer-songwriter, and Heidi's going to talk to you about her bio. But Heidi, what I'm kind of excited about today is she's produced a new book. It's kind of her spiritual journey and trip and how she's um, dealt with the loss of her child and life, and she wants to give the world some great information. So introduce her, and then we'll get into her book. Okay, like you said, Mom, we're going to be talking about healing your soul today with our friend Denise Ganulin. And she is a bereaved parent. As you said, her only child, Holland, died. And Denise is a singer and a songwriter. She performs uh, her songs across the country. And we actually met her at the Compassionate Friends National Conference where she sang and performed. And she has got a gorgeous voice. And uh, as you said, Mom, she's the author of Becoming Enlightened. And she also has a children's book, yeah. Bidu's Adventures, Fairy Beginnings. And it's a children's book. So welcome to the show, Denise. Thank you. Always so, nice to be here and see you, even if it's online. Yeah, so great to yeah. see you. Ned, did you write that for your two grands? I wrote it for my granddaughter because uh, it was during COVID. We couldn't see so I, each other. So uh -huh. I started writing ideas that she had about, I said, let me write a story. I started out just writing like little snippets, little like a chapter, and it morphed into a book because the chapters oh. go, well, what about... The fairy meeting fairy hunters and what about if she goes here and what about so i just took what she said and i i wrote it and i'd never written a, a book before but during COVID, i couldn't do my music nobody you couldn't go anywhere how did you get time to do your new book then well that one i it was at of course after COVID. i've had this idea for a long time about becoming enlightened because we're coming up to 10 years that she passed away in march how did holland die she got sepsis. She had some minor surgery and she got sepsis and she wow. died at the age of 36 and left two little babies, one year and two years old. Wow. We don't remember her at all, mm -hmm. unfortunately, but we have pictures everywhere and things of that nature. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I just, I had sort of kept a journal during some of the early times when I felt like I just wasn't ever going to recover. You know, that feeling, it's like you, you're not living life, you're living death almost. Mm -hmm. Well, anyone who's lost a child gets it, you know. And, um, but I had other things in my life that had bogged me down too, you know, like failed marriage or bad relationships or, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, they pile up one on the other until finally then you have something like a death of a child and you just can't, you just don't think you can survive. So I thought, well, I'm going to write about that. It does help having two grandchildren, not all bereaved parents have a child that was old enough to have children that makes a little bit of a difference you know my only child yeah yeah I mean you know it stinks but you 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 move forward I, I don't like to use the word move on because that feels to me like I'm leaving her behind and I don't I think of her every day she's always with me 
you know, and she and I used to sit and talk about spirituality all the time. So a lot of the notes that came from things that came into my book were from those times that we were trying to figure it all out. But when she died, that I could have thrown that in the trash. You know, I felt all of the things that I refer to as spiritual oil spills in the book. You know, I felt anger and blame and resentment if I saw somebody out with their little girl walking. You know, I hated these people. And I felt angry at God and angry at the world. And, you know, these things do not keep your soul in check and feeling happy. Well, and Denise, <laughs> I love how you call them spiritual oil spills. Yeah, because that's, that's what happened. The other thing you said in the book, which I ha I had a laugh, was you said, the only loss I ever enjoyed was weight loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Denise. That's so true. So true. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I believe that everything stems from loss. That's what gives us the angst. You only can know what the worst loss you've had mm -hmm. is the loss you've had. You know, I had to realize that as a therapist, when people came in to see me after my son died, I'm like, well, what are they, you know, why are they so sad about a breakup with their boyfriend? You know, they haven't had, you know, this kind of, and then I realized in listening to people that if a hangnail is the worst thing you've ever had, that's a terrible thing. You can yes. only know the loss that you've had, that loss that kicks you down to the floor and knocks you out. That's a great so. point. Yeah. No, that's very, very, very true. And I don't talk only about the loss of my child in the book. It's not just for grievers. It's for any loss that you've had and, and or any situation that comes up. You know, I might have a problem at work with a coworker who gets a, you know, a, a promotion that I wanted. I'll have resentment towards her. Is that good for my soul? No, it's not. So, so, it's, so Denise, I just had a question about your sure. own loss. What is the hardest thing about having Holland, your only daughter, or your only child die? What was the, what's been the hardest thing, would you say? Well, I miss her. I mean, the hardest thing is her not being in my life. You know, I can't talk to mm -hmm. her. I can't discuss things with her. I can't laugh with her. I can't go places with her. And I'll tell you another one, which sounds like a, you know, I feel like a, it's kind of a pity thing, but it's like, I think about my old age, which I'm now, I'm now there, you know, and uh, is it, who's going to watch out for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I watched out for my mother. My daughter would have watched out for me. Who's going to mm -hmm. do that? You know, so right that was really hard for me to swallow like i felt so alone in the world mm -hmm. and nobody wanted to talk to me after a couple of years about the same old same old you know so how did you deal with that how did you move on what have you done with that well you know i did start going back to the spiritual aspect of things and diving in inward i went in, inward you know i saw that these things were spilling over and affecting my life and everything that i was doing how was i going to you know, like get out of that and cleanse myself from it. And I realized for me, I had to let go of a lot of things and accept the, I basically accept my life as it is. And it's still life. You know, I, I lost my daughter, but I didn't lose my life and I still have it to live. So how was I going to then do that and uh, be able to honor her without having to, you know, tattooed on my forehead, mother of dead child. Uh -huh. because I could have easily been there and I just didn't want that so uh, because I didn't think she would want that either mm -hmm. anyway so you, you know I had to accept and you know I've learned like acceptance doesn't mean you have to like it 
but you do, you accept. So in order for you to cleanse out those horrible oil spills <laughs> that I refer to, you have to, you know, accept things, you have to forgive things, you have to change your perception of how you look at things, you have to sort of without giving you all of the spiritual truths, I say there's, a, you know, 10 spiritual truths, but, you know, that we're all, we all are the same, we all have the same, you know, we all have problems, we just have stuff, how do you show up, you know, when you are in the midst of all that, do you let it bog you down, take you to being a victim? You know, or do you rise above, look at a different perspective, see that maybe there's a lesson in it to learn, something that will actually elevate you and make you a better person? Um, if you can find that little egg in there, you you grow from it and you you learn and you come out better. I did I never thought I'd be really happy again. And uh, and I am a happy person again, you know, and I'm I, here's the big thing for me is that I think is the most important thing if you want to rise above all of it. And it's gratitude. I was mm -hmm. going to ask you about that because yeah. I noticed that you had gratitude as a child. Yeah, it's got a whole chapter, you know, just on gratitude with exercises and stuff on different gratitude exercises you can do because you can't feel horrible and lost and, you know, isolated if you're having gratitude. When you're mm -hmm. in that state of gratitude, that's it. That's the best place to be. So if you're angry, you can't feel anger and gratitude at the same time. It's not possible. Try it. Well, Denise, you know, you've written this fabulous book. You're such a wonderful singer songwriter and you mm -hmm. bring so much to the world with that about your losses and what you've done. I mean, in a way, you know, you're a philosopher with music. So would, is there a song that you particularly like that you've written that uh, we could play on the show now? Yeah, one of my very favorites is uh, a song called I Still Feel Yesterday. I still feel yesterday like you never went away. I remember everything we did and everything you used to say. It's got gratitude in there, but it's it's so it's the joy of knowing it and uh, still still being able to feel that. Yeah, I love it. Did I say thank you when you were here? Did I ever tell you my worst fears? Like how I'd miss you if you were gone How I didn't know if I'd go on Now there's just one thing that keeps me hanging on I still feel yesterday like you never I remember everything we did And all the things we used to say I keep your love with me And hold all the memories Deep inside so safe So safe Where I can still feel yesterday I'm so thankful for the time we had Even though some days it hurts so bad Tears and pain like I never knew A broken heart that aches for you Still I'm trying to have 
That's a fantastic song, Denise. That was beautiful, wasn't it, Heidi? It's gorgeous, and I love, I love the title. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a wonderful title. Well, Denise, tell everybody where they can get your book and about your website. And uh, I know you have a, a nice, robust website. Okay, so my website is my name, DeniseGanulin.com. If you go to the website, you can see my music and my, both books and so forth. My books are available on Amazon. And on my website, I have a free 30-day journal where you can journal every day. There's a thought for the day. And then you can journal, you know, what you felt, what you went through. How, if you did a meditation, that's part of, you know, cleansing of the soul thing. And uh, that's free. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, you can email me on my website too. I'd love to hear from people. I like getting feedback and um, things of that nature. So. All right. Well, thank you for being on our show today. As always, you're a fabulous person and so talented and bring so much to the world. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a joy. Thank you, Denise. And please go to Denise's website and hear her beautiful music. She has a real way with words. So thank you so much for being on our show. I know that Holland continues to be your guiding light in life, Denise. Always. And thanks. Thank you. Thanks everybody for joining us on this show today. And Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.